You're listening to The Ramble Room. I'm starting it normal because I genuinely, first of all, don't. I did not pay attention to this movie, so I couldn't even tell you. But we watched this one with our parents. We which did. Which is hilarious that this is the one that they were, like, sitting Let's in on watch watching. watch it. Yeah, and I... This is a horrible movie for us to watch. I'm pretty sure I was on my phone for 80% of it. I was not, Ariana. I took some notes, so I'll have something to say. Um, so Mel, most of them have to do with why the fuck is the main child actor constantly being shown in the bathtub or shower? Oh, that's right. That was weird. This movie is weird and a bit offensive. Listen, I talked a lot into it. I talked a lot and now you see it. So you got it. You got this one. Oh, I've got things to say. (laughs) Okay. Now, um, I don't have a story, but I am going to read a review. The movie we watched movie. is Buffalo Dreams from 2005, just so you're all in the know. This review is from a user named Ray Cook, and um, I'm taking them for their word, because this is, you know, their own personal review, made on March 15th, 2005. The title's, so right when it came The out. title says, Had Potential. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is their review. They said, This movie, in my opinion, had potential but went off in mixing Navajo culture with Buffalo. As a Navajo myself, I found it a bit offensive that they did not even do any... Um, wait, what? Oh, sorry. That they did not even have any of our traditional values. They just mixed what they thought about us with the movie. The plot has some work to do, but like I said earlier, it had potential. The cast did a fine job, and Mr. Green did his best in the pronunciation of the Navajo words. After a while, the cast started getting a bit corny, and near the end, they pulled themselves together. (laughs) But there is one thing that I liked about this, and that is the distant relation the two main characters have at first because of their culture. I just wish that the producers had spent a little more time in the research of the Navajo. Me too. (laughs) Racism really popped off today. Yeah, I as a white woman don't really have an input on that, but um, this person as a Navajo themselves... Uh, this, uh, has quite a few inaccuracies in it. Has nothing to do with Buffalo. It was also filmed in New Mexico. No, it was filmed in Utah, but it takes place in New Mexico. So it's not even the same terrain as New Mexico. It's just, it's not good. Here's my one sentence, bitch. Straight from Disney Plus. Two teenagers are sent on a vision quest by a Navajo elder. Great. (laughs) Let's get into it. Great. Only love that. Only bad things in store. I will say that I'm pretty sure these two, uh, the Navajo elder and one of the main guy characters, pretty sure they were in that that movie that we had to watch in English class. Something fire. Come on. I don't know. I'll ask Aaron. Why don't you just look up on IMDb? You're absolutely right. I could do that. but that's You can um, do that. Oh, actually, I know how I can find it. Movie that has a Victor. Pretty sure that one was also very inaccurate. Okay, so this movie has... Smoke Signals. Do you ever watch that one? I don't think so, but I could just have a bad memory. So this movie is starring um, the main character. His name is Josh Townsend, and he's played by the guy in. Um, he's played by Riley McClendon, 
is his name. Was he in? And he was in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off yeah. as the friend who, like, didn't want his friend him to cook. Yeah, he was the bad friend. So, Oh, yeah, Adrian Blylone is in this one. Why'd you say Blylone? <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm still getting over my Afrin addiction. Okay. <laughs> sure, we'll blame it on and that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. Carol is in this from Friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then his dad is the guy from uh, Father of the Bride. Yeah, Brett McKenzie and um 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 Brian um, McKenzie. What's his name in Adventures in Babysitting? I don't know. So they are moving to New Mexico, and uh, I think the dad had like a. F- job change so they moved there and he works at like a lab or something oh he's got glasses of course he's a scientist (laughs) right yeah i don't know what i don't i honestly don't know what his job is and i truly don't think it matters but they have moved into this home and this home is i believe near a reservation because josh he's riding his bike around town and he comes across a big red truck and then (laughs) I just remembered that they sing Lean on Me as a <laughs> buffalo. Oh, yeah. Because they've got the buffalo sense. Right. They have the buffalo sense. So then there's the main guy who comes in, um, who's the other teen, and he's Navajo, and he says, uh, you know, his name is Thomas Black Horse. He, I don't think his sister is with him yet, but he has a younger sister, and they kind of heard buffalo, which. Younger sister's deaf, isn't she? She's not deaf, she just doesn't speak. Okay, so she okay. speaks with sign language, I believe. And I again am not a sign language esp- expert. I'm not a sign language expert. So I cannot determine whether she is doing accurate sign language or not. But sign language has a bunch of different languages in itself as well. So um then we have this surfer dude who randomly comes in and he's friends with them. He helps herd the buffalo too. I don't know what a random surfer dude is just hanging out in New Mexico for, but this is like the second Disney Channel movie with a surfer blonde dude. Remember Conan? Who's not in California? Rip Girls. Conan and Rip Girls. He wasn't a blonde surfer dude, though. No, I know. I was just I was just bringing oh. up Rip Girls because <laughs> it was a much better movie than this, and that movie sucked. The CGI yeah. whale? Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all know how I feel about some CGI animals. Not so great. Then, then, as you said, Adrian Bailon is in this movie. She's like a radio show host for this local town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't get what her plot point is. Guys, She's just like giving announcements on what's going on in town. I'm like, okay. Basically, I could end this podcast now. There's a bunch of random characters. They make absolutely no sense. They sing to a buffalo and everything is fine. <laughs> sure. Nothing really changes from start to finish except for Josh gets a little bit of a uh, culture i guess it, it's not it's, it's incorrect i'm not inappropriate it's inaccurate yeah okay so he's working at the lab for his dad or whatever and he's working it's like in the a temp yeah he's working in the print room and he's like 14 i don't understand why he has to work at all but then, <laughs> then he like screws it up uh and his dad is like i think we need to find a different job for you how about you help out the navajo leader over here uh, and their kids with hurting the buffalo. And he's like, I don't want to do that. And then his dad's like, well, too bad. You're doing it. So. He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> you're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it. 
So then he ends up, you know, going with these people, and Thomas <laughs> is saying, uh, do you even know what you're doing? And he's like, no. I'm white. <laughs> so, yeah, because you... You can't be white and herd buffalo, according to Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> so but stupid. this is the thing is like, he's like, I'm white and you still live in the city. No, that is true. Sure. Like, <laughs> if you live in the city, I don't think you're running into buffalo every Correct. Day. Yeah, sure. So he's. I could be wrong. He's out of his element. Please so, prove me wrong. Uh, the younger sister is like, this kid is so privileged. He's never worked a day in his life, which is also true. And then they're teaching him how to herd buffalo. Um,. The surfer dude and them, they all sing Lean On Me to one of the buffalo to get him into the truck. So then they come across these jerks who are the rivals of Thomas and whatever the surfer boy's name is. They're kind of like challenging them because they're also bikers. And I guess also probably because Josh is riding his bike around, they kind of associate him probably with that group of guys who are just a bunch of jerks. Who are constantly invading their land and riding their bikes on it and racing and doing whatever. Probably trashing the place. So, um, Josh seems to be interested in in hanging out with these biker dudes. I say biker dudes as if they're on a motorcycle. I'm talking about just a regular bicycle. <laughs> but I'm still going to call them biker dudes. So then he goes home. He takes a bath. We have a really, really weird shot a practically naked child. I don't like it. It's horrible. I'm like, why are we seeing his like legs too in the bathtub? I'm like, why do we need a shot of him in the bathtub at all? Because I promise you, the scene itself is about two seconds and it's just yeah. him taking a bath. Well, and like, I don't need that content. Let's context. count. Let's count how many. I'll start I think counting. Yeah, I think there's three shots in total of him naked. It's really, it's really weird. I'm like, what are we doing here? He's like underage minor child actor. And why are we taking so many shots of him Which, showering? So, yeah, we get that weird tub shot. And then he continues to hang out with these with these guys. Um, they're like moving trees out of the way so the buffalo, you know, don't have as many things blocking their path as they roam around the land. Um Josh goes to a bike shop and comes across one of the jerks from the biker dudes gang. <laughs> biker dudes gang. That's yep. what I'm calling them. The BDG. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're all hanging out. Um, Josh's family's hanging out with Thomas's family. They're all kind of finding out that they all have similar interests. You know, the dad is talking to the other dad, the Navajo leader, um, about how they both have the same goal of protecting protecting the earth and protecting the atmosphere because the dad as a scientist is currently researching ways to protect the environment and then the other dad was like yeah that's what i'm trying to do too with what our traditions are so they all kind of like learn that despite their differences in culture and and how they live life they're not that different at all it's like yeah but we as an audience aren't learning the correct tradition, so yeah, <laughs> it's kind of pointless. <laughs> so yeah, we find out that the younger sister can hear; she just chooses not to speak, which me. And then, <laughs> and then they go to this waterfall. Apparently, when I was reading trivia on this movie, it was like 
did you know that the main actor, when he jumps in the waterfall, it's green screen? I'm like, really? Well, yeah, and you can totally you tell. Watch, you, when you watch the scene, you go, what? No way. Green screen? <laughs> yeah, you're Couldn't like, tell at all. Okay. So then they jump, so bad. jump into the, the waterfall. Um, they're just kind of hanging out. And Thomas explains to him, this is sacred a sacred place and we keep it hidden from other people so it can't be destroyed or touched by people who won't appreciate it and won't respect the land. So then uh, Josh takes note of that and then he comes across the BDG and the biker gang is like, you got any cool place we can hang out? And so Josh, wanting to be cool with these guys, is like, yeah, I got a place and immediately takes them to the hidden sacred land. Like a fucking white boy. And then <laughs> and then they get to the waterfall. They immediately graffiti the place like a bunch of white boys. <laughs> All white boy behavior. And then like spray paint the rocks and like they leave Coke cans. But in my mind, I'm like, this would have been like beer cans if this wasn't yeah. Disney Channel. <laughs> but they litter the place and destroy it. And then we get uh, another scene of Thomas, and he's in his car. He comes in the middle of the road, and there's a buffalo in the middle of the street. And uh, he slowly leads it off the street away. I'm not sure what the point of that scene is, but (laughs) it's part of the movie. (laughs) We're here for it. Then later, Thomas, the surfer dude, and the sister, (laughs) 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 They, they come across... All the graffiti and the litter and trash. And they're all pissed because they're pretty sure they know who would have given away this place. And it's Josh. So then um, Thomas comes over to yell at Josh. And they're all disappointed in him. And he's like, what? I didn't do anything. He's like, I didn't graffiti. I just sat there and watched. And it's like, that's just as bad, you dumbass. (laughs) And so... He feels bad, and the parents are like, you are going to help clean up that place, and you are going to help them, and you're no longer allowed to hang out with the BDG. (laughs) So, (laughs) I love calling them the BDG. (laughs) So then, Thomas's dad is, like, forcing them to go, basically have a sleepover camp out in the wilderness together, so that they can bond. I'm like, okay. But it doesn't make sense because they literally told him not to hang out with them anymore. No, the BDG. They can hang out. Okay. Thomas's dad's name is John. I just saw that. Okay. They don't have a cast list name, so I couldn't remember. But the dad's name is John. Yeah, so... So he just... What's funny to me is this is a very Dwight Schrute thing to do. Just leave them in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah, he's like, this will, help you, this will help you get to know each other and truly learn about each other's lives and lifestyles and cultures. And it's like, well, technically Thomas doesn't really have anything to learn from Josh. If anything, it's just Josh learning from Thomas, right? Yeah. So now they're camping. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Thread, and you're listening to QVC HSN NBC BDFJ. I realize more and more that I'm losing my skill to say all those letters. I don't think you are. Uh, I don't understand why you think you are. But, um... You try to say it. We got a new... No. We've got a new product. 
fresh off the market. We love when they are fresh off the market. Well, they're always fresh off the market. Well, except for when we did that big sale, get rid of everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those we haven't had one of those in a while, have we? It was recent that we did that. All right, well, you want to know what we're selling? And if you want to tell me, I don't, I don't really care. We're selling a robo. A robot? A rowboat. What is that? R-O-W-B-O-A-T. Oh, like a bow you put in your hair. No. Okay. B-O-A-T as in Thomas. R-O-W. Row-bow. Boat. Rowboat. Exactly. Row, row, row your boat gently down my ass. Now, I the will robot. What is a robot? A rowboat is something that you sit yourself into. Well, then you why get would I want to get in your butt? Would you shut up and let me explain what a rowboat is first? Well, you just told me that I had to roll it into your boot. You slide into the rowboat's DMs. You grab your oar stick, and then you start paddling away down the stream. It's a way of transportation. It gets you from point A to point Q. Can't you just go? And everything in between, I assume? Yeah. But nothing after Q. Oh. Well, obviously. Who wants to go to? V. Um. <laughs> I know a few people who'd like to go to V. Okay. So. Don't be a part You get into the rowboat. You contemplate your life. You get into the rowboat. You contemplate your life. You splash around a little. You get some water in your boat because the oar catches some water on it. It slides and drizzles in there. Get your feet a little wet. You get a little dirty. You know what I'm saying? It's a fun time. You get in there and you jump the body into the river. And then when you get to point Q, you set it alight with your match and stick. What? Well, you're dead. Your match and your flame. <laughs> As opposed to your match and your non-flame. Yeah, your match and your flame. You get your I'm little sorry, flint this, rock. So a robot is another means to dispose of a body. What? I didn't say I said it gets you from point A to point Q. What happens in between is your business. Or mine. But you just... okay. I'm just saying it's convenient for what I said it's convenient for. And there's other things it's convenient for. I'm sure you can have sex in the middle of a rowboat in the middle of the stream. But you can't have sex on the end of the rowboat. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end the of middle. the stream, yes. Yeah. Well, you can do it at the end of the stream. It just There might be someone there. The only thing that'll see you in the middle of the stream are some fishies. And they wouldn't and be they, seeing they no- <laughs> nothing they've never seen they, before, you know? They, the body dump in the lake, the river, is <laughs> swimming with the fishies. I didn't say anything about a body dump, Trudy. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, allegedly you did. Sure, I allegedly did it. I never said anything about a body dump. You know... Don't explain to me what gaslighting is, Drudy. I hate Can when you I do tell that. you something? What? This podcast that we help with could be very incriminating. Uh, are we thing. helping? I don't know. I don't think we I think are. Maybe we're, we're just hurting. trying to sell our own shit. I think like maybe, a rowboat. I think you want to know how much hurting. it is? I think maybe we're hurting the podcast. I don't really care. <laughs> Melissa and Ariana can go fuck themselves. But not in the rowboat. Do you want to know how much it is? <laughs> not really. I trust you to put it on the website. But if you want to tell people, go for it. It's about $350,000 per so splinter. That's so 
cheap. Yeah, each splinter of wood is oh. like a thousand bucks. Okay. So it's like 350,000 pieces of splinters. I feel like th- that, th- that math doesn't math. I don't care if it maths or not. I'm just selling the thing. I think it's got to be more than that. Well, I'm sure our technical team will have more to say about it on the website. 350 splinters would not even make a... a, 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 a <laughs> would not even make like a mat of wood. I just said they can reach out to the technical team on our website, which is... Trudy.shop? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I really need to get back on there. I paid for the domain, so I really need to get it together. Yeah, you should probably do something with that, Drudy. People probably waiting, waiting, waiting. I think it still just says... They're waiting for that 48-page 48, 48 manual. Can I tell you something? I'm pretty sure our website still just says, Coming soon. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> You're an idiot. I sure am. Anyway, you can get it there if I finally decide to <laughs> figure yeah. it out. I can't. You still haven't told me what happened to Brenda, so I think we should go back to the podcast. I think you know. You took her on that robot. Allegedly. Allegedly. Go back to the podcast, for God's sake. Well, they, they both go out into the wilderness. And one of the first things that Josh asks Thomas is... So, what are we doing? Are we going on a vision quest? Now, and Thomas's response is, yeah. Navajo, don't do vision quests. Now, do you remember what the one-sentence pitch was that I gave you earlier? Yes, I do. It was two... Tw- two twin ninjas. It was two teens go on a, a vision quest. <laughs> From their Navajo elder. <laughs> if Navajos don't do a vision quest, why is that the one-sentence description? Listen. Oh, my. Whoever made the description did not watch the movie. And or they I just don't watched blame a small them. clip. Okay, so then they're continuing to argue. Josh is like, I don't know what's the big deal. What did I do that was so wrong? And Thomas is like, you didn't keep our secret. And you didn't stop those assholes from littering and destroying the land. And then he's like, we're splitting up. You're on your own for dinner. We're going to sleep separate. And then we meet back here. So then Josh proceeds to... Eat a bunch of berries that could absolutely be poisonous. He has no knowledge of whether they're good for him or not, but he's eating them. And then they're sleeping. Thomas is sleeping, and he looks up at the stars, and then he has, like, a vision. Um, He has a vision of someone telling him, you must bring the herd back to our people, the buffalo herd. And um, Thomas has been having an issue with like, I guess he feels like his the expectation for him to be the one to keep the Navajo culture and uh, keep the buffalo herd intact is his responsibility. He doesn't like that that's solely set on his shoulders. Once again, um, apparently buffalo have nothing to do with Navajo traditions so, or culture, so I don't know why they added this. It's really stupid. Yeah. Um... So then we have, like, this long vision, and then he, you know, wakes up from his dream and realizes that, okay, this is his mission. He's got to save the buffalo herd. Otherwise, 
people will go hungry in the town. So then Josh wakes up as well. He's talking to like a fucking bird or something. And then he sees himself flying to the waterfall. When they meet back up, I believe it starts raining and they are kind of bonding in this cave while they hide from the rain. So um, they bond together, they become friends, and then we get a shower shot of Josh. So once again, unnecessarily showering with a teenager. Then we come across the BDG again, and Josh is talking to them, and they're challenging him to a bike race. And he's like, okay, I can take you. He's like, that was really shitty what you did littering the land and they're like i didn't see you stopping me yeah i'm sorry did you say this already what does bdg stand for biker dude gang (laughs) did you come up with that or did they i came up with it because i am tired of saying biker dude gang and i don't know any of their names (laughs) and they're not important they're solely there to be the villain of the movie and that's it (laughs) the true villain of this movie are the writer who didn't do research. <laughs> so he's preparing for this bike race because they're going to race each other. Um, and he's got something to prove. So then uh, he tells Thomas about where the race is. They're trying to help him become familiar with the terrain and how he's going to race them. He starts training. We have a training montage. It's stupid. Where Thomas is like, driving the truck and josh is trying to beat the truck which i don't think that's possible because a car motor goes way faster <clears throat> then the we get again. the third shot of this kid in a tub but now he's like doused in in Green herbs and stuff. stuff and his mom is at the door going oh that smells so good i'm like okay this is weird <laughs> why are we doing this and why is this kid constantly taking baths and we have to see it there's no purpose Absolutely no purpose. Also, the water's just continuously running in that shot of him in the tub. So, wasting water. <laughs> just a waste. And meanwhile, his dad's like, we're trying to help the environment. <laughs> yeah. And he's wasting water in the tub. So, um, he's continuing to train. He falls and kind of hurts his ankle. Um, It's raining now, and I think... Because he hurt his ankle, he can't get up. So yeah. then the mom is worried. She calls Thomas and his family and John and says, "My, you know, Josh hasn't come back from riding his bike. So they go out and find him, bring him back in. And um, they're acting like he fucking died, but he just like sprained his ankle or something. I don't even think he sprained it. <laughs> it's stupid. Well, I think, did he hurt his chest too or something? Because they end up putting something on his oh. chest. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Um. Oh, there he is naked again. Yeah, then we have, that's that's right. So then after all these stupid, weird shower bathtub shots. He's like, he's in, in just his underwear. Yeah, he's just in his underwear. I'm like, what is going on? This kid is like 14 at the most. Or maybe 15. That yeah. is so fucking weird. It's awkward. It's not. He's cool. just like in his underwear, sick in bed. And they like pull the blanket back so we see him in his underwear. I'm like, why are we doing this with a child? It's really weird. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just weird. That stuff is so weird to me. So, um, he's feeling better, I guess. Apparently, his ankle is fine, and he just well, bruised the, it. Well, the Navajo guy does some, like, medicine thing. Oh. Too. Okay. I use Navajo lightly. Right, right. And then, he's all better, so now he's back to training on his bike. He's 
uh, going on this race with the BDG leader. And um, what ends up happening is while they're racing, the buffalo herd is getting scared away. So then they start running away, and they need this herd to be close to their town because they're kind of feeding the town with this buffalo meat or whatever. So then they all go on this chase to get after the buffalo and herd them and bring them back. Except for the leader of the BDG who's like, it's not my fucking problem. But all of his friends in the BDG are like, no, we should help. So then they all get on their bikes and they try to like do an ET thing, uh, failed miserably. <laughs> They're like on their bikes running up and down these hills. And then... If I only could, <laughs> I could do it gone. And I'd just like to say that during this whole race thing... The music in the background sounds like the Dragon Roost Island music from Legend of Zelda. <gasps> Wind Waker. <laughs> and that's what it reminds me of when they're racing. The Dragon Roost music. Yeah, it's when they're on the island with all of the... Which island? Outset Island? I'm telling you, it's Dragon Roost Island. The one with all the, the birds. birds. So... I don't think that's what they really are. I'm sure there's like a... I don't know. They look like birds to me. So then they, <laughs> then they come across like a, a buffalo and Thomas falls off his bike and the sister's with him. And then she starts singing and decides Lean to finally me. speak. She starts singing Lean when on Me. And she gets the buffalo to come back. So she saves the day. And then they're all like eating dinner together. And... John is like, Josh, because you saved the buffalo herd and saved our town, we'd like to make you the mayor. No, he's like, we'd (laughs) like to make you an honorary member of the Navajo. And so he gives him a name like Rides with the Wind or something. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm pretty sure it's inaccurate that you just make some kid an honorary member of the Navajo tribe. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, as you said, the sister also has the buffalo sense. Yes. Because, you know, she connected with the buffalo, brought them back. So, um, that's, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yep. They're friends, and then Thomas and Josh agree that they both are going to stay here and help keep the herd in line. And that's the end of the fucking movie. What's your moral of the story, Ari? Uh, my moral of the story is do not watch this movie. It's really stupid. What's yours? My moral of the story is... Don't write a movie about something that you're... You uh, have absolutely no fucking absolutely clue about. no knowledge about. And have done zero research, had zero consultation. Like, any native Navajo. Right. Nothing whatsoever. And you filmed in the wrong place. You filmed in Utah when you could have just as easily gone to New Mexico and filmed. There's plenty of things filmed in New Mexico. So if you're going to set something in a place, then you should be actually doing it there or filming it there. Interior shots, not necessary. I'm talking about outside. Yeah. When you are filming something that's based in Chicago and you go outside. Well, that's the thing is like, it's not that like you can't film or pay for stock image even. And that's the other thing is there's plenty of shows that are filmed in Los Angeles that are supposed to be on the East Coast. And that's fine. Because most of those things, all they have to do is find areas in California that don't have pine trees. Yeah. Pine trees. Palm trees. I, I, knew, I knew what you meant, though. You knew what I meant. 
other than that, there's nothing that's going to like throw me off about Los Angeles. Or even filmed. when people film in Canada and it's based in America. Like, I don't have a sure. problem with that either. But if you're going to downtown Chicago, you should have buildings that look Buildings like and things that are at downtown Chicago. At a minimum, Chicago. you should be filming in New York. <laughs> like, if you're I trying to just uh, tell me that you're in uh, Chicago. Anyway. So, yeah. This movie. Please don't watch not it. Not worth it. Where I would say, say not worth watch, it. Watch Now You See It. Don't watch <laughs> Buffalo Dreams. <laughs> Lean on me. We're gonna strong. Bye. Bye.